Welcome to Lead 360. I am your host, Anthony Waite, and join me as we discuss the principles and the practices to unlocking your full potential by becoming a person of influence and leading a life by example. Welcome to Lead 360. Anthony Waite here. And today what I want to talk about is the number one ingredient to your success. Now, contrary to popular belief, it is not talent. It doesn't matter how talented you are. Talent will get you in the door, but it won't keep you there. It's not your aptitude or how smart you are or the degrees that you have. Again, those are credentials, but they don't determine your credibility. The number one ingredient to your success is your attitude. <laughs> now, why is that? I'm going to give you three things today that's going to help you to see why your attitude matters and how your attitude determines your altitude as a leader, as an impact uh, player in the world, as an agent of change, as somebody that's going to make a difference, who is going to be a a well-rounded leader, who's going to influence those around them in a positive way, not a negative one. Um, It's your attitude. And so I'll give you three keys today that's going to help you to see that your attitude can determine your altitude. In fact, how we view things determines how we do things. Your attitude sets the table well before the dinner is prepared. Think about it. You go into a meeting and you keep telling yourself, I hate meetings, I hate meetings. Gosh, I hate meetings. Why do we have all these meetings? And you go in there, guess what happens? You miss the mark in your meeting. People that need you to show up are looking for you, but you're not there. (laughs) You're checked out. I see it all the time. You come to work and your attitude on Monday is, oh man, it's Monday. I hate that. I, I, I walk around and I ask, how are you doing today? Good morning. How's it going? It's Monday. They already have the mindset of it's, it's going to be a horrible week. Or when we get to Wednesday, it's almost Friday. <laughs> I feel so bad for people like that because they're just waiting for a means to an end. They're literally counting the days to their deathbed. And it all starts with the attitude. Now, I said that, you know, talent isn't enough and that talent needs help. Well, think about the um, professional athletes that we have today. Very talented. These guys are playing at an elite level with some of the best in the world. And what usually derails them from their success? Their attitude. And here's the thing. Whenever they have a bad attitude, not only does their career suffer, but the whole team suffers. I'm sure you could think about a football player or a basketball player or a baseball player that was great, very talented. They brought him in, but his attitude was just not compatible with the team. And so he found himself probably as a free agent very quickly because his attitude was at the mercy of the whole organization, always in the media, always getting in trouble, you know? And so as leaders, we have to understand, we have to be able to identify those people with that kind of attitude in our organization, our business, in our careers, people that we lead, and also in our family. If our attitude, if we're trying to lead a family and our attitude is not right, guess what? Our family will follow suit. And our attitude, one of the well, one of the most contagious things, aside from a good attitude, is the bad one. <laughs> you literally set the tone with your attitude. And so... As we talk about the topic of attitude, we're probably going to make this a three-part series and talk about why it's important, how attitudes are created, and then how can we change or make sure that we become aware and 
alter our attitudes to meet or match the person or the leader that we intend to be. And so number one, you have to consider that attitude is um, has the power to lift up or tear down a person or a team, or an organization, uh, a business. The attitude is the, the number one ingredient that lifts or tears it down. And I like this um, this uh, quote from the book, uh, The Winning Attitude. It says, attitude is the advanced man of our true selves. Its roots are inward, but its fruit is outward. It is our best friend or our worst enemy. It is most honest and more consistent than our words. It is an outward look based on past experiences. It is a thing which draws people to us or repels them from us. It is never content until it is expressed. It is the librarian of our past, the speaker of our present, and the prophet of our future. Now, isn't that true? Our attitude is the outward expression of our inner feeling about ourselves. Um, somebody once said that, you know, adversity is the vice of life. And whenever the pressure of the adversity squeezes us, whatever's on the inside will surely be found out. And it's so true. The fruit that we bear in our life will be found out once it is squeezed. James Allen in As a Man Thinketh, you know, he says, circumstances don't make a man. They merely reveal him to himself. And it's about, it starts with our attitude. It's all about our attitude because our thinking shapes our attitude. If we can alter what we think about, we can shape our attitude. And the attitude is the outward projection of how we feel of inward feelings. And so when you see people that have bad attitudes, people that you lead or love that have a bad attitude, something is going on on the inside. But how many of us take it as offense? And we, oh, well, you know, your attitude is bad. Well, what's going on inside of you? What are you thinking about? And most of the times people are caught with the currents of life, <laughs> current circumstances, current finances, current relationships, current health, whatever the case may be. And as leaders, we have to be cognizant of that and we have to be mindful and be able to ask the questions that might be difficult, but they are necessary because attitudes have the power to lift up or tear down a person or a team. In fact, Dennis Waitley said in The Winner's Edge, he says, the real leaders in business in the professional community, in education, government, and uh, in the home, all seem to draw upon a special cutting edge or a winning edge that separates them from the rest of society. And it's not gifted at birth. It's not talent. It's not natural IQ. It's the ability to uh, deal with people. It is your ability to have the right attitude, not the right aptitude. And he says that if you look at a team, it can be very talented, but if it has the bad attitude, it'll be a bad team. <laughs> and isn't that so true? Uh, number two is an attitude compounds when exposed to others. Think about that. You hang around people with bad attitudes long enough, guess what you're going to have? A bad attitude. You know, we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with, but I think that's extracted, especially from an attitude perspective. We hang around people that have a good attitude, a good view on life, a good perspective. Chances are we encompass that, that attitude. And we start looking at things a lot differently because how we view things determines how we do things. And so if you start looking at things the right way, you start looking at things in a positive manner, guess what you start doing? Good things. <laughs> but the flip side of that is 
we can go through our days dragging our feet, viewing things as a negative, looking at things not on the bright side, (laughs) but on the bad side. And we wonder why we get the same results that we get in our life. And so we have to understand that attitude compounds when exposed to others. So you need to check your environment. We have to take inventory of who we hang around with on a daily basis. And if you do hang around people that are negative, limit your time with them. Because you'll never be able to soar with eagles hanging around with ducks. (laughs) And we have to make sure that we take inventory and start cutting out those weeds in our life. If, if we're going to bear fruit and we're going to grow and, and, and have the fruit that we wish to have, you can't let those weeds choke out your chances of growing into your full potential. And so, number three, bad attitudes compound faster than good ones. Nothing is more contagious than a good attitude than a bad attitude. Bad attitudes compound faster than good ones. And... You've heard the saying, one bad apple spoils the bunch. (laughs) Well, it's so true when it comes to the attitude. You can have everybody having a good time and one person walks in with a bad attitude and guess what? The whole party's down, right? Everybody needs a Debbie Downer, right? Or whatever whatever that saying is. But a bad attitude compounds faster than a good one. In an organization, one bad attitude can ruin the whole organization. It can bring it down a couple levels just because of the attitude. Think about who you spend your time with. And in your family, you come home with a bad attitude every day from work, guess what? The kids stop running to you and and saying, Daddy, I missed you, or Mommy, I missed you. The wife stops conversating because she's anticipating the bad attitude. And it all goes back around to our thinking, how we think, how we feel about ourselves, who we are as leaders, as influencers, as as a person of influence. Um, it, It goes back to how fulfilled or how empty we are internally. Because if we are fulfilled, we have enough to give, including a good attitude. Whenever we are empty inside or not fulfilled, we have nothing left to give. And therefore, we have nothing left to spare to to help other people to give. We can't give what we don't have. And so this goes all back around to say this. Your ability to grow to constantly learn and to constantly lead every single day is imperative to how you show up, but most importantly, your attitude. The attitude is the, is the first thing that you must change or take inventory of when you're going into influence and make a difference in the lives of other people. If you can't have the right perspective or the right viewpoint on things, you'll never be able to add value because in order to add value to people, you must first value people. You must see the value in people. And if our attitude is determined or it's how we view things, a negative one, guess what we're going to see? We're going to see the bad in people. We're going to see the negative in people. And we're going to fail to miss our opportunity to influence them in reaching their full potential. So here's three questions that you should ask yourself every single day when it comes to having the right attitude. Number one, does my attitude serve me so that I can serve others? Number two, how has my attitude helped me or hurt me when it comes to influencing those I lead and those I love? And number three, what habits do I need to forget 